0: Have you ever, um, maybe it's a guy thing, maybe it's not, maybe it's all of us, have you ever been uh, considered trading cars, and maybe you want a a red pickup truck, four wheel drive with a certain kind, and all of a sudden that's all you see on the road? (laughs) Have Have you ever noticed that? Well, why didn't you notice them before? (laughs) Well, it wasn't on your mind. It wasn't important to you. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's driving a red four-wheel drive pickup truck. They're really not. You just happen to be more aware and more interested in it. Well, we're on love is not rude this morning, and we talked last week about um, love. The opposite of rude would be, what did we say? Courteous. Courteous. And remember also that we said that the word originally, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago in old England, uh, when they had kings and queens and courts, that if you were a member of the court, you were expected, get it, courteous, courteous, okay. If you were a member of the court, you, you were held to a higher standard. You were held to a higher standard of conduct. So, are we in a king's court? Are we his court, as it were? We are. And we are held to a higher standard. Now, remember now, in, this, in the 747 principle, um, we, we take the attribute of Jesus and what he has meant for us, means to us, and all of that, and then we take that and we apply it to our situation in our life. So if Jesus was courteous, and I'm afraid too many times, uh, maybe we, we've all been there too, just like you, you haven't noticed that red four-wheel drive truck going down the road till you wanted one or till you are aware of one, how courteous Jesus is. He said, now, don't be like that diamond. You know, ladies love their diamonds. And the diamond has many facets to it. You turn it this way in the light, and you and you see different different facets of that diamond. Well, agape love has all of these different facets, and we are expected to uh, have those uh, attributes in our lives because Jesus has them in His. Uh, so that's you know Luke seven forty seven. Now. Uh, One of the things that's interesting to me, and I've got it in your notes there. Some of these things I don't have, but I have that. In Luke uh, chapter 24, on the road to Emmaus, what happened on the road to Emmaus? Was this pre-crucifixion, resurrection, or post? Post. It was post. How post? Post about That very but anyway, post. Uh, uh, pretty <laughs> closely posted,
1: <laughs>
0: he hadn't been dead and resurrected very long, in fact, just a few hours. And he's on the road to Emmaus, and there's these two apostles, uh, well, there could have been apostles, but two disciples. We'll go with that. We're talking um, uh, about Jesus, and Jesus comes next to them, and then he says, we, we might say, What's up? Think. Uh, what are you guys talking about and they you can imagine the look are you the only one in Israel that hasn't doesn't know what's going on here and so they chat as they go down the road and and uh, in verse uh, um, twenty nine they drew near the village and he talked about he started back in Moses and went all the way up to this time and and expounded and they later say how our hearts burn within us but look at verse. 28 and 29, as they drew near the village where they were going, and now notice, and he indicated, or some versions say he feigned, he indicated that he would go on further. In other words, I'm going on to Jerusalem. Good talking to you boys. I'm going to go on now. What did they say? Look in verse 29. But they constrained him, they <coughs> invited him, Uh, saying, why don't you come in and stay with us? Abide with us, for it is toward evening and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them, and they they fed him a meal. Uh, Did he have the right to kick in their door? Do you understand, boys, what I just did for you just a few hours ago and what's gone on in the last day or two or three? You understand that? He explained to them all of that, but Jesus is courteous. He was waiting to be invited. I don't know if that I ever picked that up before, or maybe I've read it. I just didn't quite, quite get it, but that's not uncommon for me. Um, be pretty dense sometimes. It takes a while to get things. Um, but he, just, he had just basically forgiven all of their sins, died on the cross, and yet he said, so well, I want to go on now. And he waited for them to be invited into their, their house. I, I just find that interesting. Do you? Do you, do you, do you see that? Um, in Ephesians 2 and verse 6, it's in, this is also in your notes. <clears throat> he raised us up with Christ and gave us a what? Gave us a seat with him in the heavens. Why do, you know, we? not, not so much, you don't see courteous a society as, as we grew up in, I don't think, but used to, you pull out a seat for the ladies. You do that, now number one, you're probably not going to do it, number two, the ladies going to look at you and go, what? That's a society we, we, we live in and it's too bad. But Ephesians 2 and verse 6 says that the Lord gives us a seat in heaven to be with him. And I don't think it stretches it too much. It doesn't say that. It doesn't stretch it too much. That the Lord probably pulls it out for us. Pulls out the seed and says, here, you sit with me. Courteous. Courteous. Um in Colossians, I'm sorry, in 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 12. It's not in your notes, but 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 12. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Paul's morning he's missing Titus. He said, I, I'm worried about Titus. But then he goes on to say that the Lord notice. what did he say? The Lord opened the door for me to go into to Troas. The Lord opened the door for the gospel to go to Troas. He opened the door. Uh, that's courteousness. Open the door for us. Does he open doors for you and me? You know, Amon and Amit, we have talked about this before. When, I, when we learned about their history when they came to this country not too long ago, a couple of years ago. Um, they, they tried to find a, they wanted to be a Christian. They just didn't know what that meant or how to do it. And there were doors that were shut on them. That The Lord opened a door for them to, 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 to learn the gospel. Isn't that right? Absolutely true. The Lord does that today. He will open the door for us. He's courteous. Um, Matthew five sixteen. Uh, Let your light so shine before, uh, before men, if I can get it right here, that they may see your good works, and what? Glorify your Father who is in heaven. Let your light so shine. What does that, what's incumbent upon us to do then? Uh, you know, it says, Beverly, let your light so shine. What does that imply? We've got to be out there. we got to be out there, number one. Light doesn't shine in the cave. I go set the cave, dress in black. Uh, he doesn't say to do that. He says, "Let your light shine." Light shines. You got to get out and about. Now, with all of these attributes, what does that imply too? With our light, if we're going to let it shine for Him, then we got to be like Him, the best we can. That's our model. That's our goal, right? It is. Um, so now I, I've helped you out here uh, a little bit, but now tell me. In fact, I even wrote it for you. But that's okay. Don't look.
1: <laughs>
0: courteous, courteous. 747 principle. John mm-hmm. talked to me about the 747 principle in the context of being courteous. Well, 747 principle being
1: that he is forgiven little, loves little, and uh, when we have realize just how much we've been forgiven, we're able to um, being able to handle uh, to, to see that way for other people, and so in the sense of being courteous we look at, see how courteous that Jesus has been to me and I'm able to turn around and show that courtesy to, to other people Perfect
0: Should it be hard to do that? Is it hard to do that sometimes? Oh, yes. Let's be honest about it. All of these things. It's not easy. But we, we have to do that. <coughs> but what if people are not patient, kind, they're envious, they're proud, they're rude, they're selfish, they're not courteous to us? Those qualities aren't contingent on others. That's but, not like Shines. Right. Yeah. Oh. That's right. The darker the night, the brighter the light.
1: Something that I have not really absorbed until I read this just now. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works. Not just so they can see everything. So they can see your good works. That's why we let our light shine. And these are good works. Or ignoring all of these attributes in <coughs> somebody else is a good hard work.
0: Right. <laughs> Yes. All these things, they're so true. They're not easy, but yet they're good works. God expects us to do that. Why? Because he's more than done that for us. So can we not do it for others? Now, somebody go to Romans 12 and verse 18. We'll talk about this, then we're going to move on to selfishness. Whew, I read that one, in a way. Boy, we, we, we can all be guilty of that at times, can't we? Uh, Romans 12 and verse 18. Whoever gets there first, feel free to read that. Giovanna. If
1: possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with
0: all. Boy, that's filled, isn't it? That's a little simple statement. but Basically, it's saying do your best to live in peace with everybody. As much as what? As 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 possible or as much as it depends on you. You. Are you going to be able to live at peace with everybody? No. But as much as depends on you, you do that. You're going to have neighbors. Got ones on my case right now. Um, so Veronica made her a, a pumpkin
1: pie.
0: Going to try to do the Coles thing. Coles on the... But as much as depends on you, Live at peace with all. But you're not going to live with peace with everybody because some people are just not going to do that.
1: They're not happy unless they're miserable.
0: (laughs) 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 Let me think about that a second. Say that again. (laughs) They're not happy (laughs) unless they're miserable. (laughs) That's where my grandpa saying. I like that. I like, I don't, it's true. I don't like it, but. There are people who just walk around, and it's their, as Ken would say, their modus operandi. It was, it's the way they are, and they're gonna try their best to make you like that. That's it. Well, and that, and sometimes they're successful. You got to let it go. As much as depends on you, Uh, Carolyn and Bruce. I think you have to look at why they might be. Miserable. Sometimes
1: you have to scratch beneath the surface. I mean, it's a. It, it, I guess my thought is, there are people in this world who are just that's their makeup. But if you scratch beneath the surface, sometimes you understand why they're miserable, and you can get beneath that and help them come out of that. And I Some think that's it's part of deep our job. Deep. I mean, those are the challenges in our world. They are
0: challenges. Sometimes it's more than surface.
1: Sure. It takes time. But
0: we can try. That's all we can do. We can try. Bruce?
1: Um, yeah, I think it's important that you that you're saying as much of it depends on you be at peace with people. Because I think we can look at the world and, and just look at certain people and say, well those people are just miserable. I don't want to be at peace with them. So I'm just gonna avoid them. No, that's not what
0: you're supposed to do. Okay, good points. Chris? The only,
1: we like to think we can change people. The only person we can change is ourselves. And if we can change ourself around these, it's contagious. People will follow along and catch on and change themselves. We can't change anybody, though, just ourselves.
0: I think that's true, and... All we can do is let our light shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven and do your best with other people. And the miserable will be miserable and you can do the best you can do. That's all you can do. You're right. <coughs> can you force anybody to be a Christian? Can you force them? You cannot. They, they have to come to it themselves. Some never do. Some do. Some do, don't they?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you ever give up? You do not. As long as there's breath, there's hope. Absolutely.
1: You said you never give up, but what about the
0: scripture that. Miss Literal, go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I... That says,
1: don't keep feeding pearls to swine
0: and dogs. There is. Obviously, that's truth. Mm-hmm. There, you do the best you can, but eventually you shake the dust off your feet and you, and you move on mm-hmm. uh, as far as learning the gospel. Right. Uh, that's absolutely true. There are some people with just no uncertain terms to tell you to move on, boy, mm-hmm. and just keep going. But sometimes you live with them.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't
0: shake the dust off your feet if you live with him. I grew up in a household like that. Where my dad was not a Christian until seven weeks before he died. Seven weeks. My mother tried to pound it into him. For several years, do you think that was successful? Mm-hmm. It was not. It just created so much tension in our house. So she said, Okay. I'm here when you're ready. And, and that's all you can do.
1: That's the point. That's all you continue can do. to be the right kind of example. That's right. And without to... words.
0: That's right. Yeah. It's not always words, is it? Mm-hmm. But you be the right example. So you They're let watching. Shine. That's really what watching. Let your light shine. And live peaceably. And live peaceably the best you can. <laughs> Paul. Let our light shine, but let, uh, you know, they say you'd be blinded by that light also. And I think there's that. Knowing how to let your light shine without blinding them. Okay, that's right, and that's probably that brow-beating part of it. You let your light shine, do the best you can, but you just can't continually beat them over the head. As Chris said, they have to want it more than you want it for them. I used to tell my students that. I can't want it for you more than you want it. I'll try, but you've got to want it. And let me know when you're ready. Uh, um, Chad, I, I was just watching a TV show this season, and there was a person on there whose job was influencer. And it's like oh, that's a new job. So, so on the internet, you can be get paid for that? and that's your job. But that's all of our jobs. We're influencers. Oh, we are. It's like she does it professionally, and that, that's what we do. We influence people. That's what we can do. She gets paid for it again. Well, I'll, I, I also some crazy things going on out there. I saw as on one of the websites, like one of the news websites, that said that the, the new career is to be a professional hugger snuggler. What? Since you make seventy five thousand dollars a year. Uh, uh, I think I no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, Scooter, on that one. But uh, but uh, there's some strange <laughs> things going on. Uh, Giovanna, then Mike, and then we're gonna move.
1: Um, so, just as a young woman, like just starting out my career, um, there are lots of different ways that the world wants to advise me on how to be and how to advance in my career, and then I read God's word. And the contrast, its it seems slight to someone who maybe doesn't understand who God is, but once you know who God is, you're like, this actually is a huge difference. Because the world will tell you, like, oh, go get your own, like, be your own woman, like, focus on yourself and put other people down and stuff. And, like, this is talking about something that's completely different. It's talking about, like, put other people first. Remember that God put you first put you first, so then you got to put others first. You have to show that, too. That's right. And that's hard sometimes to accept when the message is, is just focus on yourself.
0: It, it is. That's the message we get. And that's going to lead us, after Mike has his comment, that's going to lead us right into lesson number six with selfishness. Go, go ahead. Oh, okay. good. It's okay, Mike. No, we've we moved on. Oh, okay. He's not being selfish. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> nice.
1: An example. Very good, Chris. <laughs> I got ten bucks over here for you.
0: <laughs> Love is not selfish. selfish. It sounds similar, but what, what would be the opposite of selfish? Selfless. 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 So it, we, we'll, we'll kind of use the positive and the negative here. Selfless. Um, part of this diamond that we're to strive for that's very difficult a facet is don't be selfish thats we're going to lead into something Giovanni said Giovanna. Uh, love never insists on having its own way uh, uh, that's what selfish people do uh, love is willing to sacrifice its own interest for that of others it's what we do uh, love does not demand its own rights, even though we have rights. And this, there's, a, there's a man by the name of William Barclay, and I've quoted him here. I've got a couple of his books. I highly recommend him. William Barclay. He's a, he's a, uh, um, a New Testament scholar. He really is. He's dead now. Um, notice what he says here. and We're going we're to focus on that a little bit. In the last analysis. There are two kinds of people, only two kinds of people in this world. Those who are continually thinking of their rights and those who are continually thinking of their duties. That's profound. What do we hear the most of on TV? Do we have rights? Of course, we do. Constitution guarantees those things. But we don't hear so much about the duties. It's harder. When you have duties, you put others before you. There are those that insist that are insisting on their privileges and those who are remembering their responsibilities. Love is not me first. And I was reading this. I found it interesting. We've all had pictures, right? Family pictures, or pictures. We've had Thanksgiving pictures. We've had picture. We have this. The pictures, crazy people. Okay. Uh, it's you know. It,
1: hey,
0: how
1: you doing? Well,
0: what do we love to do when we hit this little thing down here? Turn that thing around where it's long. Oh yeah, you look good. Uh, we love. Selfies, selfies make me crazy. I guess I, I, don't think I've ever taken a selfie. Don't intend to if I can help it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I know, and that, I know, I know, I'm a, i am know I'm a dinosaur. I'm old. When you look at a group photo and you're in it, be honest. Who do you look at first every single time? Oh, that's right. Maybe you look at you. So do I. I always look at you. Now, sometimes the group photo can be good, but you don't have an eye shut. Or you won't be smiling. Or you'll have spinach on your teeth. Let's take another one. I don't look good. But if you do look good, and there are others who have an eye shut or spinach on their teeth or their hair is not over the face. Do you care? <laughs> not really. In this photo, I want to make sure I look good. Well, you've got the beginnings of a problem. <laughs> I know that's kind of silly in its own way. But isn't doesn't that kind of illustrate a little bit the point? and if they have their hair in their face or spinach on their teeth and you're looking good makes you look even better. (laughs) I like this picture a lot. (laughs) Got to be careful with selfishness. Rights, yes. More than rights or duties. Now, having said all of that, i got a lot more material here. Obviously you've been through it, but Um, Give me some examples of what we see on a daily basis in the world we live in, whether it's at school, or at work, or at home, church. Do we see that? Do we see that? Are we we around that every day? We are. We've got to be honest about it. We are. And if we're not careful, what can the world do? And, and you touched on it, Giovanni.
1: Mm-hmm. It'll, like, turn you into that. Sometimes without you even noticing, because if you're not... It's like that story that Jesus told with, like, the the person who had the spirits taken out of him. And then because he was just, like, empty, more came in. So it's like if you're... Like, it's great you're changing your habits, but then you got to fill it up with something mm-hmm. good. You can't just, like, let it be...
0: It's called the law of empty spaces. Have you seen that in your garage? <laughs> or in your house, a corner in your house, or a room? You say, well, it's empty. Brother, It's not going to be empty law. The law of empty spaces says, oh, you're going to fill it up. Well, it's the same way in here. We have to empty ourselves of these things, but we have to fill it, fill it, with better things. That's called a refining process. We refine ourselves. When you have gold or silver, and there, there are um, elements, or there are impurities. Oh, my! Can't be time already. Uh, have impurities in the in these metals. Well, how do you get, how do you make a hundred percent pure gold or as close as you can get? You've got to melt it so that the impurities run off, and what you have left is silver or gold or whatever. You see that. Um, You ever going down the road and traffic is bad, the weather is bad? Every traffic light seems to be red. What kind of day you have day. Oh, in other words, everything funnels through you.
1: Of course.
0: You're the right class. Here's a news flash. Everything does not funnel through us. And the days are not made to be perfect just because of us. And because we hit every traffic light or the weather is bad. It's not about you or about me. Now let me tell you who leads that parade. That'd be me. We've hit every light this morning on the way to church. Every one of them's is red. Really, every one of them. <laughs> really. But I think when that happens, maybe that saved me from having an accident further on uh, if I had not to stuff. I love your attitude. <laughs> you don't I do. That way if
1: you're running late,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's see if that way too. Well, I don't have a deadline. <laughs> we well, want to read this verse. I want you to think about it. We'll finish this this one up Wednesday night because I got to start moving a little bit faster, or we're, we're not going to get through before the semester's over or class or, or quarter's over. Uh, James three and verse sixteen. Someone, I've got it, but. It, it, yeah. Somebody read that. If you got New King James, if you got your, what version you got? I have ESV. ESV, perfect. Read it.
1: James three sixteen. James. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice.
0: Okay. Who has a New King James? Jan.
1: For where envy and self seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there.
0: Anybody have another version? American, yeah. no American reading
1: where jealousy and selfish ambition exist there is disorder in every evil thing
0: is selfish a big deal being selfish a big deal God said it is he says it causes trouble and it says all sorts of evil and cruel things and what and the and the, and, the like. Like. and the like, Rebecca.
1: I think that selfishness is pervasive, um, either as you know an attribute or a, a problem to each of the other characteristics of love. I think that you can draw a line straight back to selfishness. Why are you impatient? Because they're inconveniencing you. Mm-hmm. Why are you not kind? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they weren't kind to you, and you want to get your own. Why are you proud? Why you know you can, you can. Attribute any of those back to selfishness.
0: I think that's absolutely true. We're going to. We're going to. That's a really, really good point. Mm-hmm. So many things boil themselves back mm-hmm. to you wanting your way to the exclusion of others. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to, on the on the next page, which we'll get onto on Wednesday. Uh, the Lord expects us to look after ourselves and our families. He does, but not to the exclusion of others. That's that's what that means, right there, Chris. Uh, to Rebecca's point too, I think that most, if not all, sin is selfish to some aspect. It is. It, it absolutely is. In fact, and we'll, we'll um, look at, uh, at the bottom of page eighteen under five uh, five b. Government corruption. Corporate greed, robberies, murders, rapes, I don't have that one there, but divorce, sexual infidelity. infidelity. What's the commonality? What's the common selfishness? Selfishness. It's selfishness. It is. I want to satisfy, oh that's right, me. Mm -hmm. I want it right now. Now, and if it hurts you, yeah. tough. Lord said, "Oh my, don't be like that. Don't be like that, because this is key to everything before and everything coming after. We'll talk about. We'll finish it up on Wednesday night. But really, good be thinking about that this week. You'll be studying about it. Uh, very, very good comment today."
1: Thank <laughs> you.